Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to Perpetual Traffic. This is episode 326. And today we're discussing the really big take-home messages from traffic and conversion. The Traffic and Conversion Summit is the largest marketing conference in North America. Some of the best marketers in the world converge on San Diego and uh, help share everything they've learned over the past year. It's a phenomenal event. If you weren't able to make it, I hope we get to see you next year. But until then, me and Ralph are going to talk about all the amazing things that we learned in this episode. Stay tuned. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns. This is probably the best Perpetual Traffic Podcast episode we will ever do. Because first off, it's going to be very short. But <laughs> secondly, <laughs> we will get right to the point. But this is the first time me and Qasem Aslam actually have met face-to-face. Well, not technically the first. We met yesterday. It's the first face-to-face episode. It's the first face-to-face episode we've ever had here yeah. at Perpetual Traffic. No, I'm looking straight at you. I, I, I'm looking right at you. You are not a Zoom image across from me or next to me. <laughs> yeah. And the great thing about this is that we're both hung over today, especially <laughs> Qasem. <laughs> so he has been actually on... 
the which stage was it that you I were was on? the MC kind of, of the active campaign stage. The active yeah. campaign. So I'd stage. introduce people. I'd you know moderate, manage the Q and A. So that's why he hasn't been here. Mm-hmm. And we kept joking that he was sharing a bottle of Cristal with uh, Snoop Dogg. But apparently Snoop Dogg never never sure. came. Never yeah. she never showed. Yeah. Might have caught a little bit of the vid. Yeah. Perhaps we're thinking. Yeah. So what has it been like? This is like a big deal for you. This is your first time emceeing a major event, I have to assume. First time emceeing. And it's not just the fact that it's my first time. It's the event. The event itself. Traffic and conversion sparked all this for me. Yeah, I, the first one I went to was like 2015 or 2016, and right. and man, I was blown away. I was never an event junkie, and you know, never really cared much. And I saw amazing content and phenomenal people on stage, and I was hooked. Yeah. And from that moment on, and it was always kind of this sad, mildly pathetic pipe dream that I, I didn't really articulate because you don't want to say those things out loud because then you document the criteria for failure now. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to be on stage, mm. always, always, always. And yep. man, just super surreal. Really cool. Very grateful. Yeah, it's very cool. And I will say this, although it's my job to give you a hard time on this show, I did watch some of your intros and outros, and you've done a tremendous job and making the guests feel comfortable. You were natural at this sort of stuff. So, I mean, obviously, being a co-host of Professional Traffic has been sort of an easy transition, which has been sort of shocking to me. And when I think of myself when I was at actually your age, I'm sort of jealous So I was smart, articulate put together obviously created a tremendous business and you know pretty excited to have you as the co-host of this show moving forward now having met you it's really good to know that in person i actually like you so um <laughs> you can actually tolerate your i can tolerate your crap yeah that's no, kind of you to say man this is the most fun i've ever had let's see yeah. if i can do it you know basically drunk from yesterday <laughs> See if I pull this off, or if Ryan's like, "Hey, let's you know vaudeville cane that guy out of <laughs> all right. of our brands, pull him right out, yeah. hit the gong." It might be a little right. bit before your time, but no, yeah. So we're here in the Scooby Doo van, as we're calling it, in the middle of Traffic and Conversion Summit. It smells like whiskey, vodka, and beer here, and we're getting the scent of coffee as well <laughs> as we you know recover from our hangovers. But tell us some of the things that maybe you've learned here. Obviously, you've seen a lot of the speakers, mm. some of the things, the, pol- the the takeaways that you have. I think when you go to these conferences, the hard part is, and this is sort of the danger, is that you go to three days of these things and you're like, oh my God, there's so much stuff. And if you're a note taker like I am, or you know, you're making notes on your phone or an Evernote file, you have so many things that you come away with. But what I've realized is over time is if you go to one talk, if you can take away one or maybe two things, just one thing mm. is really good. And then bring that back. Like I have not seen as many as you've seen. I, I spoke yesterday, so that was sort of taking up a lot of my time. But the point was, is like the ones that I do go to, I always pull away like one thing. So the things that you've seen that are relevant to our listeners here, what are some of the key takeaways in some of the talks that you've even introed or things that you've learned talking to other people, which is another part to this whole thing, which is pretty tremendous, is networking and meeting really interesting people, which I think you did on the yacht last night. Um, <laughs> so the yacht was just more like a, you know, I think it was a tugboat. We're not really sure what it was. Yeah. A pontoon boat. It was a beautiful event. <laughs> it was a beautiful event. So give us some of your takeaways here in the short time that we have together. Yeah. So I, I want to drop a, a pro tip, actually, if you don't mind, because I've done so many of these events, both as an attendee and as a speaker. What I like to do, because I do get information overwhelmed, is I go to the sessions that interest me, not the ones that I think are going to be the most applicable. And those are two very different things. Because the ones that interest you are going to hold your attention. The ones that are applicable are going to, are they're going to frustrate you. You're like, ah, oh, no, I got to do this. 
the ones that are applicable, I watch later in the recordings. And that's when you're, you know, you're on your own time, you're on your own schedule, you can really take action. And the ones that interest me, those are inspiring. And that's, I come, you come live because you want to be inspired. Mm-hmm. You can buy the media later. So right. for whatever that's worth, for whoever's listening, the big takeaway for me, and God forgive me for pandering, and we're just going to do it for the rest of our lives because we all love him and, we, and we've joined his cult effectively, but it was, it was Ryan's keynote. Yeah. Ryan's keynote every year is we worth the cost of admission. We to him on this podcast. If he only it's hard would not listen. To. It's yeah, hard if he doesn't not even to. listen, that's the best part. He, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he listens. But yeah. anyway, if he is listening, this is yet another suck up. But yeah. I mean, I come back to the fact always, like, he still is the most brilliant marketer I've ever met. And now that I know him and he's a friend, it's kind of weird to me. But I mean, he was the first digital product I ever bought online. And I went to his session on the first day. I was like... Oh my God, like he just simplifies it. He just crystallizes mm-hmm. the moment so well. So. Dude, when you captured, I think the, the, the real prowess of Ryan is his ability to take complex concepts mm-hmm. and simplify them without losing the importance of the concept. Because most of us, if we simplify anything, you know, there's subtleties, nuances, and then things that are not so subtle that we just need to leave out. Right. Ryan, it compresses it. So you still get all the nutrients, but you get it in a pill that's easy to swallow. And in the keynote, the first thing he did was shame me. because, And you already know this, Ralph, because we've had enough conversations. But if you listen to, to the podcast, you, you've ever seen a video on my YouTube channel, you know that I'm straight up chicken little. I'm like, oh, my God, Flock is coming. and We're going to lose all the data and iOS. What are we going to do? And, oh my, you know, and it's because I have to do this on a daily basis. Right. And I have to, you know, I've got 160 clients and I'm worried about every single one of them. Sure. And so when a change happens, I immediately go into prepper freakout mode and i put on my my tinfoil cap and i get in my bunker and and then i share my thoughts with the world and it's not that i'm wrong because i've actually been right a lot this year and i'm kind of proud of that right but it's that i don't zoom out and ryan zoomed out and he told us the sky isn't falling and then the thing that he said that resonated with me the most two of my five favorite books reflect this. Ryan said, we need to return to principles. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking specifically of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits and the Ray, Ray Dalio's Principles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the title of my book, not to plug my book, don't read it, it's horrible, but it's The Seven Critical Principles of Effective Digital Marketing. I'm obsessed with the idea that, that you know, tactics and all the little frills of anything in life, not just marketing, live on top of a foundation of principles. And for Ryan to bring us back to that, and again, it shames me because I always thought that was my thing. That was like my internal mantra. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what are the principles? Mm-hmm. And I love that he went there because here's the thing. It's a hard sell. It's a hard thing to get on stage in front of thousands of people and not sell them, you know, a cheap trick. And he didn't do that. He could have pulled the parlor trick, but instead he sold, the, the I think, the hardest thing to sell. Mm-hmm. And like Ryan can do, he somehow, he made it accessible. So I really liked the idea that the easy days are gone. And we need to move back to the core principles of marketing and entrepreneurship. Mm. Yeah. So some of the takeaways from that, and obviously, if you didn't make it here, I believe you can get the recording. So we'll obviously leave the links in the show notes, trafficandconversionsummit.com. I believe you can still buy the recordings, oh, yeah. which I would highly encourage that you do as a digital bucks. marketer. It's 300 bucks. It's the best 300 bucks that you've ever spent. It's more valuable than any college degree. Like, it absolutely <laughs> yeah. is. I mean, and I think, you know, we're, you know, we're dyed in the wool, dice fans, digital marketer to the core people. Yeah. And we've used those principles to create pretty successful businesses and some authority. So it's like, yeah, we're shills for the product. I get it. You know, this is a digital marketer podcast. Now it's scalable companies. But the point is, is like, if, 
everybody who wants to get into digital marketing, I send them to Digital Marketing for Dummies, which is co-written by my good buddy, you know, Russ Henneberry, as well as Ryan Dice. Now, maybe, you know, we'll tell him to cut the Cosm book. How much? how much of that book Ryan wrote. <laughs> Zero? Yeah, I think Russ wrote a Zero. book. And, and yeah. yeah, Ryan wrote, a, <laughs> Ryan wrote the, the cover. Line. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when Russ was actually writing it, it was three, three or four traffic and conversion summits ago, and he's like, this just absolutely sucks, right? <laughs> oh, it's I'm a not slog. doing anything, you know? <laughs> but the point is, is it actually was distilled by a lot of the learnings from Ryan through Russ. It's a great book. But anyway, having said that, if there's a one conference that you want to go to, it's this one mm-hmm. right here. So Dice, I do think, has the unique ability every single time. I remember like two years ago, it was everyone was freaking out about Amazon, like being like this massive seller and just pushing everybody out of the market. And, you know, Jeff Bezos is Darth Vader. What were some of the other smaller concepts? And I know he mentioned a couple of different books. He also mentioned probably my favorite book of all time on advertising, which is Breakthrough Advertising. Uh, BreakthroughAdvertising.com. Get it through my buddy Brian Kurtz. Absolutely a, a tremendous read. If you can even figure out a way to listen to it on audibleizing it, it's not on Audible, but it's a classic from back in the 50s. One of the things that Ryan is able to do is say, all right, here's the situation, but let's go back to the basics. What are some of the other things that you pulled away from there? I know ad copy was one of them. I know messaging was another one. What are some of the things that listeners can expect by Going back and listening to that talk by Ryan. The most applicable one, I think, to this podcast is the cost of traffic. Mm. He threw up this screenshot. I took a picture of it. And just in 2021, the cost of Facebook traffic, and I'm misquoting, but I'm going to be close enough to make it applicable. The cost of Facebook traffic went up by like 97%. And Snapchat went up by 85%. TikTok went up by 99%. Google went up by 200%, Hmm. uh, which I have some opinions on. And so then he goes, and now you're thinking to yourselves, well, it's okay. I don't need paid traffic. I'm going to go organic. And then he shows a screenshot. And it's not the, what I love about Ryan is he didn't take an organic screenshot from 2011 and compare it to 2021. He took an organic screenshot from 2020 mm. and compared it to 2021. And the first organic result in 2020 was still visible top of the fold. And now it's so far down because Google, first you're going to see the ads. And then you may actually see an additional ad placement, depending on what you're looking at, you know, something like the Shopify carousel. And then you're going to see people also searched for, and then you're going to see a structured snippet, which is effectively a stolen click because it's somebody else's content that Google's delivering in front of them. And then you might see the video tiles, you know, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then you see the first organic result. Right. So people just aren't going to get to your organic, which is interesting. I rank organically. You know, we're one of the the top ranked Google ads agencies in the country. But it's a couple of thumb scrolls away. I've seen what he's talking about to where it's like, gosh, you know, I have the ranking, but I'm not getting the traffic. (laughs) And and so that's, that was another thing that Ryan mentioned is, and I'm paraphrasing and I'm paraphrasing poorly. We've been spoiled. It used to be, oh, you just, you just turn on the traffic, you press the traffic button and then you get the traffic in the thing. Like no big deal. It's that easy. Yeah. And now it, it needs to go omni-channel, and I say the words full funnel because I'm old, but you know it needs to traverse the entirety of your CVJ. And what's interesting about that, y'all, is we're going to lose some things. We're going to lose the ability to directly attribute, you know, this customer to this exact click at this time. We're going to move from you know ROAS or target CPA to just ROI. Like, hey, I, right. sp- I spent this much money on advertising. How much did I make back? And honestly, there are things about that that just suck for sure. And I don't want to like rose tinted glass this. Like there's things about that that just suck. Mm-hmm. But again, if you zoom out, 
I think it's going to be better for businesses because so many businesses obsess over the bottom of the funnel. It's almost the medicine they needed because if they would go middle on top of funnel, they'd see more visibility, more acquisition, a longer pipeline, better relationship building. Even the customers that they're closing now would probably be more acclimated to their message. Mm -hmm. So in a really interesting way, you know, this is like getting (laughs) dropped off on a desert island. And if you can survive, you're going to come out super fit, knowing how to hunt, knowing how to, you know, like, (laughs) like you're going to learn all these skills that we should have known this entire time. Right. But we've been hooked up to, you know, whatever drip we've been on. Yeah. And we've been spoiled. You know, so we really have been. Yeah. And that's one of the beauty of Dice is that he does sort of gives you the bigger picture, but also prescribes the solution mm-hmm. in a way. So here's the situation. Here's where we're at. What tactical things have you learned, not necessarily from Dice, but maybe Dice, but other things that in this new wave of, you know, less visibility, obviously all the other things that were going, like, you know, cost of traffic continuing to rise. What are some of those solutions that people, or maybe we haven't even talked about here on the show, that's either Dice or through some of the other talks that you've listened to the last couple of days that are solutions for people, all right, here's the situation, chicken little, all right, sky is falling to a certain degree, but still, you got to run a business, Mm. so you need solutions, and that's one of the reasons why people come to this thing. It's not just a commiserate about the way things used to be but what are the solutions back what are some of the day. takeaways yeah. yeah back in my day in 2020 <laughs> uh the, the recurring theme and ralph it's been almost ubiquitous the recurring theme is niche down and everybody who just heard that just rolled their eyes oh, okay. we might have even lost some listeners niche like, down to scale up, yeah son. exactly right so you know it's like click over these guys are talking about the thing again but y'all you can't afford to, to ignore it anymore. And here's why. You used to be able to ignore the niching down mantra because you actually used to be able to get in front of your customer with paid traffic with ease. Try that now. I, you know, God bless you. I hope it works for you. But when you realize that this, this you know, playbook we've been using has is, is failed, then please just log this away in the back of your head as something that you haven't accepted but you're accessible to. And you realize, man, that funny looking brown kid told me to niche down and I, and I should have done that. So niche down because now your content is more applicable. It's more specific. You can actually really speak to your customer on their terms. You know who they are. You know what words to use, semantic architecture changes, et cetera, et cetera. Now, but niche down isn't the advice I'm giving you. It's the paradigm through which you're going to view the advice. Because without niching down, the next thing I'm going to say isn't helpful at all. You have to create content and you have to do it in multiple mediums. You know, three, four, five, six years ago, the battle cry of marketers was content is king. Mm -hmm. Content is king. And we lost that. Because we got to, you know, we got a sniper rifle. And it was like, well, why am I going to create content for the mass market if I can just go out here and boom, duck boom. cut my customers? Yeah. You know, just great pick targeting on Google, great targeting on Facebook. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I can target my buddies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we used to do. You remember yeah, that? Exactly. Yeah. I just mess with your friends. <laughs> freak out your friends. <laughs> All the time. Uh, yeah. That really was a violation of privacy. <laughs> totally. Man. But yeah. it was fun. Yeah. But, you know, this, this podcast is a good example. Running a podcast, y'all, I know it's, it's not easy, but it's not difficult it's tedious but once you get in the habit of it and if you might say hey podcast is too much for me choose a social channel choose one i like youtube i love youtube Mm -hmm. because of of how accessible it is and it's in the middle of the funnel which means people are closer to a buy time Mm -hmm. but choose a social channel and invest in creating insane value for your niche on a daily basis Mm -hmm. it can be five to thirty minutes Mm -hmm. five to thirty minute video if it's youtube if it's tiktok it can obviously be shorter but choose one social channel Invest in creating insane value every single day for your audience. 
And what's nice about that is once you do that, once you get into the habit and do it for 90 days, and you want to do it for 90 days because algorithmically that's how long it's going to take for YouTube to actually start delivering views to you. So you're going to be zero view channel for 90 days. And then all of a sudden on day 91, and I've seen this, it's ubiquitous truth. It's there's this little uptick. And then there's this nice little healthy trend line. And once you're doing it on YouTube, it's so easy to repurpose that content. That content becomes blogs. You rip the audio if you want to make it a podcast. You splice it up if you want to put it on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. And you realize how easy a multi-channel content strategy can become as long as you're being intentional and dedicated about creating one valuable piece of content a day. Mm-hmm. And y'all, a $500 a month part-time VA can take the media you're creating, splice it up, and put it freaking everywhere. And here's what's interesting. 95% of the people that just heard that advice, they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But the 5% that do, you're going to own your industry. And I've seen that three times, y'all. And forgive me for being arrogant. I've owned real estate investment from an advertising perspective. That's competitive. It has teeth. I now own Google Ads from a marketing perspective. I own Montessori, which is like an ultra, ultra, ultra specific niece, but Montessori marketing, you can't not find me. And I'm not any smarter than any of the people competing against me. Far, far from it. I'm just intentional and I'm committed and I'm willing to do the slog thing. So every single day, five to 30 minutes, you know, vary, vary the content you're creating. 90 days, watch what happens and send me a freaking gift basket if you do this because you're going to just... Hey, it's Kasim here and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is, that's way too long for me to remember, I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a new service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. Get blown away. Mm. It's an interesting thing is that first off, 95% of people that are listening, but maybe the perpetual traffic audience is so much smarter than that. We can reverse that. There maybe you go. Only 5% won't do it. That I hope so. Yeah. Because this is the way, you know, that 
Did you just go Star Wars? I just went Star, Star Wars. I want to hug you now. <laughs> this is the way. I can't wait for season three, whatever it is, yeah, when it comes back. But anyway, the point is, I'm too hungover to even think of the name of the uh, the show. But the point we'll is, call it Baby Yoda. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Baby Yoda. But night, at, like, there's a tipping point at like a certain period of time, and that's exactly the period of time when people give up. Yes. They give up in the 60 to 90. What a what a brilliant day. point. You're exactly right. And that's got to be an algorithmic truth. The tipping it, point it is, is wherever everybody stops three feet from goal. It, that, that's probably the reason why. It's right. on like day 91 that you start to figure it out. Or you start why would they prioritize somebody that they know is going to drop off? Yeah. It's human nature to yep. – to, we use that example all the time. Podcasts. We launched an internal podcast with my former VP of Ops. Lasted two and a half months. <laughs> and I didn't take it. I was like, dude, we've got so much content. Let's just keep going. But we'll resuscitate it eventually. Most blogs start two, three months. That's it. We were on yesterday. We had a great guest, uh, Lamar Tyler, even though I kept butchering his name. But hopefully we edited it out. Same thing with him. When he was first starting, he created a blog around marriage and parenting for African-Americans. And he was like, at about 90 days or so is when I started to really get some traction. And then he created a Facebook group. It's the same principle. And he was doing that back in 2007, 2009. Mm. The same principles apply here today. So I think it's very important for us to be able to figure out who the avatar is that we want to attract first off. Right. Like you figured that out. Obviously, the Montessori School example is a great one and that is a niche right yeah, that's there. not schools that's not private schools that's not private preschools it's private montessori there's 4500 montessori schools in the united states right adjusted for margin error there and are zero montessori that. schools in the <laughs> right. well you've got like what two competitors yeah. in that space and, right? and that, the competitors are good folks but here's what's interesting it's a million dollar agency it's 4500 of these customers in the united states and we don't have all those customers it's still a million dollar agency and my margins because it's scalable mm -hmm. are many multiples what they would be at solutions eight yeah. It's amazingly profitable. Yeah. No, that's that's great advice. Well, I mean, this has been fun for a guy who's, you know, slightly hung over and is, <laughs> you know, has another like 19-hour workday coming up. This has been pretty instructive. And I think if, you know, folks can just zero in on that and obviously get the recordings for traffic and conversion so when I Jesus 300 bucks for Christ's sake, like go out and invest in yourself, get it and at least watch the Ryan Dice talk, but I think distilling this down into some really actionable principles especially in today there is a lot of hope but you got to put in the work you got to put in right? the work and you know what i want to buy the recordings for someone so if you give us a review an honest review screenshot it tweet it ralph i'll buy you the recordings for let's say five people five people i'll buy the recordings for five right. people yeah five people up to five folks you got to you got to tweet it ralph what is your or something it's ralph hb ralph hb ralph hb ralph holland burns Ralph HB. So <laughs> tweet at me at Ralph HB. And by the way, that is an area where I do focus on content for our ideal customer. I don't do it every single day, especially this week. But the point is, is like, that's just one of the mediums that I've chosen for you. It's YouTube. You've obviously got a pretty damn successful YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. People want to get in touch with you over on YouTube and see sort of how you do it. See what that secret sauce is. How do they find you? Just go to YouTube and search for Solutions 8. If you can't find me, don't listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm clearly an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then Google, uh, what is it? Google Ad Agency? Yeah, just Google the term, Google Ads Agency. Yeah. 
I like it when you Google best Google Ads agency because I'm number one. Ah. But Google Ads agency were always the first page, typically the first agency. Right. Neil Patel's blog beats me. Google's, yeah. you know, Screw education him. beat me. We'll get him on the. We'll get him on the show eventually. Yeah. We'll figure out how he <laughs> did it. Reverse engineer. I will hold him hostage until he's. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably here somewhere. Yeah. Well, his people are. I met him yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. Oh no kidding. Yeah. I'll have to swing by his booth and. Yeah, there's a know. Faustian situation there. Neil sold his soul to somebody because he ranks for things that I don't <laughs> I understand. Oh, Kevin, he's unbelievable. Yeah, actually, he's got a really good podcast. I mean, you know, yeah. marketing professors, marketing profs. Dude, he's got a really good everything. He's got, he's got SaaS got products and an agency and yeah. content. We yeah. hate him, but we love him all at the same time. All at the same yeah. time. Mostly yeah. hate, though. <laughs> Mostly hate. <laughs> Well, that's been great. We'll leave uh, all the links in the show notes here. So five people, we're going to give $300 recordings for an honest review. And y'all, I'm paying for this, by the way. Yeah, I didn't clear this way, with anybody. I, like, this is out of my pocket. This is a costume thing. Yeah. All I have to do is respond on, well, on Twitter in this particular case. So tweet at me at Ralph HB, and we're giving away five $300 recordings for Traffic and Conversion Summit just because we think it's that valuable. Yep. And by the way, some of the people who maybe didn't win the, the floor pass here, we can do a, something a little bit special for them there as well go. on Twitter. So tweet at me or Ralph HB and look up Kasim at Solutions 8 on YouTube. Make sure you Google best Google ad agency. We actually do this stuff, guys. Like we're not just here talking about it. We're actually doing it. And Awesome. Thanks for all the takeaways here and go crush it today, man. You've been doing a great job here. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, we'll do it. All right. We finished a minute early so you can get on stage for all the resources that we mentioned here on this week's show. Head on over to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. And for my awesome in-person co-host, Kasim Muslim. until next week, everybody. See you. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.